today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie now, the vacant property refurbishment grant was announced by government as a means of bringing vacant and derelict properties back into operation and grants are now available of up to €50,000 for vacant properties and an additional 20000 if the property is derelict to help with the building costs. Yet the figures show, while there's been an awful lot of interest in the scheme, so far there's been a very small number of drawdowns of the grant funding by homeowners and there are calls now for significant changes to be made to the entire scheme. Well, Brian O'Connell has the story for us now. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Claire. Now, the grand schemes were announced to much fanfare, people will remember. Yes, they were announced as one of the actions to tackle the housing crisis and the grants seem on paper like a good idea to help with uh, development costs. The scheme has been broadened since it was first introduced. The grant level has been increased. More homes brought into the scheme. It's also open to both owner-occupiers and to investors. Uh, Antisha Gliavaratkar was said it was one of the actions that would move moved a dial in terms of inactivated planning permissions and he said it might make the difference in a young couple taking on a vacant or derelict property making best use of our existing housing stock. Despite this, as you said, the level of actual drawdown of grants is quite low. Some in the building industry are telling me they're actually avoiding having to deal with clients who are reliant on this grant as part of their budget. Now, we'll hear from a builder and from one person who is still trying to avail of the grant shortly. First up, someone who's been highlighting issues with this scheme is Cork North Central Sinn Féin TD Thomas Gould. He says data he's looking at shows the scheme is currently not working as far as he's concerned. 6,000 people have applied for the grant, 3,000 have been granted, but only 100 people have drawn down the grant. We support this grant, but the problem was when the government announced it, they didn't put in the necessary resources or staffing so local authorities could actually deliver. What's happening in practice, so Thomas, or where do you think the issues are? Like I, I had an incident in Cork where one person had to wait four months to get a, a quantity severe. The local authorities don't have the staff to deal with with the normal going through of a grant. Some people have issues with they don't get the grant until it's finished and signed off on. But the problem is people don't have access to the funding to do the work. So what we are saying here is local authorities need additional resources and additional staff to where they can fast track these grants. And then at the same time, a much easier system, a quicker system must be in place so people aren't being held up. In Cork City and Cork County, there were 587 people applied for the grant. Only one was drawn down in 2023. And that goes to show the level of failure of delivery. This grant sounds good, it looks good, but the problem is it's not being delivered. It's one of these policies that the government denounced to great fanfare and like you'll hear ministers out now saying how great this grant is. But the problem is, for the biggest county in Ireland, one has been drawn down, and nationally, only 100 have been drawn down. Hmm, fairly stark figures there from Sinn Féin TD Thomas Gould. And you got a response, Brian, from the Minister for Housing, Darrell O'Brien. Yes, and I should say those figures Thomas Gould gave uh, have actually risen to 6,400 applicants nationally and 3,500 have been approved. Now, Minister O'Brien had this to say in response to Thomas Gould's criticism of the scheme. I just find it deeply ironic that Deputy Gould continually seeks enhancements to a scheme which his party, Sinn Féin, are committed to scrapping in their alternative budget. 
and he's not the only Sinn Féin deputy to do so. A number of them putting in parliamentary questions on it also, looking to expand and change a scheme that their own party would abolish. The fact is, it's a hugely popular scheme. More than 6,400 applications to date, over 3,500 approvals. These are vacant homes coming back in for use for families and for individuals all across the country. And this number is growing daily. I put the minister's point to Sinn Féin's press office over the weekend, Claire, and their housing spokesperson, Ona Brin, clarified the Sinn Féin position. He said the refurbishment grant is still part of Sinn Féin policy. He said they haven't proposed scrapping it. They want to give it a larger budget to local authorities to acquire vacant and derelict houses. They would continue the vacant and derelict grant, he told me, but they would only be available to households with a gross income of 85000 or less and they would make it payable in stage payments. All right, let's look at one of the other issues that Thomas Gould identified though and this was around how the funding is provided so you pay for the work up front yourself then you get the grant after the work is done. Yes so at the end stage someone from the local authority who administered the scheme would come and they'd sign off on the completed work and then the drawdown can take place. All of this can take take many weeks and months in some cases and in the meantime obviously your builder could be waiting for payment if you don't have the funds and most builders will expect funds up front or actually in stage payments during a build. One such builder is Joe Wren from Wren Design and Construction Limited based in Whitegate in East Cork. Joe began by telling me his experience of the grant scheme as a builder potentially taking on the work. People seem to think that the grants will be readily available uh, during the build, which isn't the case. The case is they have to fund the work and have all the works carried out and then have the house assessed by the council as to whether they will get the grant or not. It's not helping the homeowner prior to the build if they don't have access to the extra funds. They have to have the funds and therefore spend them on the house. Where is the difficulty in that for you as the builder? We carry out the works on the houses and then people are waiting on money for the grants and it's taking weeks and sometimes months for them to get the funding. And you're left with a shortfall? Yes, exactly. We can't play a bank and wait for the funding. Maybe if there was a, a change to the grant that uh, stage payments like every builder does for the the work on the house. When X is done, can we draw down 20%? When Y is done, 20%, etc., etc. And then maybe leave 5 or 10% at completion stage. People are taking on houses on a whim uh, because they hear the word grant. They say, they say to themselves, we'll have this up and running for 100,000. Then a builder comes and looks at it and says, well, it'll be 250, 300. And they're after paying maybe 200 for a house. Would they have been better off buying a new one for 500? That's the debate. But the new houses aren't available on the market. It's kind of a rock and a hard place as to whether go new or go derelict. So what would you do apart from staged payments? Is there anything else that could help uh, from the builder side of things? Maybe a training course for builders. If builders want to go down the grant route, one day, two day training course on how to do the paperwork for the grant. Therefore, mm-hmm. the builder applies for the grant for the homeowner as they know how to and what is required. Joe Wren there with some suggestions and you put criticism of the scheme to the Department of Housing. They've responded. But before we get to that, you did speak to someone who tried to avail of the grant, Brian. Yes, Eleanor Hutch bought a home in Dublin City in September 2022 and uh, the estate agent mentioned to her the house had been empty for eight years. She began to consider the vacant grant. The sale was in probate, um, wouldn't be uncommon with vacant houses. So at, at back then the grant was um, 30000 She applied in October 2022 and she takes on the story from there. 
Then I actually got the keys for this house in March 2023. And I had my first inspection the week I got the keys. So the timing of the probate actually worked out in the end. So I started building work very quickly after that because the inspection had been done and whether I was going to get the grant or not, I needed to do that work. But I'd say I didn't get the letter to say I was approved for 30 grand until the middle of the summer. Like it was a good few months after I finished the building work in August. I contacted them to say I was ready for the second inspection, which is when they come out and just make sure. The work is completed. The work is completed, yeah. Did you get the the money that you were promised? No, that was September 2023. Um, I had to send over loads of photos and videos that I'd taken throughout the process. In December, sorry, I was asked for my solicitor's contact details and my banking details, which made me hopeful that the money could be coming soon. Um, so hang on, are you telling me you still haven't got the money? No, 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 no money yet. But this is a job that was finished last summer. I know, no money. And what are they telling you? Um, so they said my file last I heard is with their legal department to check. So I've given my bank details. I gave my solicitor's contact details. My solicitor has not been contacted yet. I, I, I'd asked before Christmas, any chance this might before Christmas? And I was told no. Then I followed up twice this year. I've heard nothing. It's early February. So my last inspection was in September. It's early February. There's no sign of the money. Um, I owe my parents money who had to lend me money to help me pay for the end of the renovation. Uh, I would say to anybody who's going to apply for the grant, like definitely do it. I, I think the grant is great if you can get it. I just, I I haven't been paid yet, so. God, it's really frustrating. So the Department of Housing, what do they have to say? Well, they said feedback on the grant has been very positive to date. They say currently payment of grants has taken place some 12 months from the date of approval. Um, they say 100 grants, as we said, has been paid out, just over 5 million euro. They say the number of grants paid will rise in the coming months because applications approved in the last quarter of 2022 uh, was uh, was higher. And a review is underway into a, a number of different schemes, including this one. And then on the stage payments, which Joe Wren was calling for. At the moment, you have an inspection at the start, you have an inspection at the end. They say if you brought in stage payments, you might end up with a number of inspections, a number of more inspections, and that might have an impact on timeframes in terms of uh, paying out the grant. So it doesn't sound like that might be coming in anytime soon. All right, Brian, thank you very much for that report. That's Brian O'Connell there. Coming up in the next hour of the programme, Senator Ronan Mullen responds on the upcoming referendums, calls to cap tourists heading to the popular Canary Islands and a dietitian and a physiotherapist tell us how to properly fuel your exercise programme. Coming up next, though, Greg Allen joins us on the sad death of the Kenyan World Marathon record holder. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.